Welcome to episode 21 of RJ Bell's Dream Preview MLB Edition. My name is Taylor Ringgold, and of course, I have my co-host, Griffin Warner. Griff, what is going on? How did we do this week in our best bets? And I know the answer, but I want you to tell the public right now. Well, I really appreciate uh, your enunciation to start this episode. It's uh, I'm waking I'm, up. I'm, you got the energy. You're... Uh, I. I don't have much of it, so I'm very happy about it. But we're, we'll get into it. Um, and thank you for bringing up the best bets. I have extended my lead back to two and a half games on uh, my esteemed co-host. Um, and Taylor, unfortunately, you had a really good run going. I'm disappointed that it didn't work out, though the Mets-Dodger series was nuts. And, you know, a lot of people on four wins in a row would just, you know, take something easy. easy. You took a pretty big underdog, so... Um, kudos to you. I had the Diamondbacks on Friday. Um, wasn't pretty. They gave up six runs, but they scored eight. So that was enough for, for that one to get through. And with my two and a half game lead, I'm looking forward to, uh, well, I mean, we're, we're rooting for two and O's both ways, but I, I don't mind when I can extend that, that number on you. Yeah. You know what? I was really confident. And I said, you know what? I'm going to throw in a parlay with this too. And oh. I had Mets, Alonzo hit, Cardinals, Goldschmidt hit. And the Goldschmidt and Cardinals hit. And I was like, solid. That's a good way to start the day. Alonzo gets his single. Oh. Um, I actually got a home run, I think it was. And then oh, Mets didn't win. But you know what? Four of my last five picks are W's. We'll take it's those. Hot. That's hot, hot, baby. Stay, Stay hot, hot, baby. baby. Um, we had a crazy week of baseball. The Yankees just completed a sweep against the Tiger. A little walk-off today. Angels are... It's the most shocking thing I've seen so far this year, losing 10. Is it? Yes, it it is. Because this team is hot. This team has been hot all year. But now, um, now they're down eight and a half games in the AL West. Sorry, AL West against the the Houston Astros, which is. Hold on, hold on. So I know that I went record on record earlier in this thing. You did. Uh You did. Mom's mom's calling. Here we go. Uh, Hopefully, this didn't kick me off. I don't know how the Zoom works, but. Uh, they, so they won a lot of games in a row. Now they've lost 10 in a row. Um, I feel like that is exactly who the angels are a 500 team. though they're currently uh 491 win percentage because they've played uh, an odd number of games. I think Joe Madden should have been replaced as manager years ago. And I mean, the sad part is Mike Trout's awesome. Shoya Otani's awesome. And they, it feels like they're just never going to be in the playoffs because the rest of that organization is not good. And, and the reason why it's not good is because they never have a trustworthy bullpen. And it's kind of, it's a little weird though, because they were hitting so well. All these like unknowns, like Taylor Ward, Ward coming in killing it. and then Brandon Marsh playing well, Joe Adele um, was sitting in the minors because he couldn't find any game time, which seems like a good thing for the angels because he's not very good. But um, <laughs> I just, it's weird to me, man. I mean, baseball streaky, but usually not 10 games in a row streaky. I want to make a correction. It's actually 11 games in a row now. Oh, yikes. Yeah, okay. kind of yikes there. It's 11 games in a row. Yeah, so with that, they they do have a really good offense when things are clicking. I mean, the Taylor Ward surprise was awesome when Rendon's good and Jared Walsh. They have the offense and stuff with just the pitching. Syndergaard has really tanked it out. He His last few starts haven't been great. Ever since his comments about the Mets no-hitter, he hasn't pitched really great at all. Um what were those but comments? I, I missed those. He said that because when Reed uh, Devers, Devers threw his no-hitter, he commented on the Mets no-hitter saying, though, this is a real no-hitter. 
because the Mets combined. And ever since this, that Dallas okay. comments, he hasn't done, he hasn't pitched well at all. All so, right, Thor, enjoy your 91 mile an hour fastball sitting middle, middle after yeah. saying dumb Sp- stuff like that. Speaking of the the Mets, there was a, I mean, this Dodgers series was incredible. Even today's game was insane. I watched the majority of the Met game today. Yeah, um, me too. It was nuts. You know what? If, if you're a Met fan and you bet on the Mets this weekend, uh, you got to be happy with how the Mets split and went out. That's a great split. It's a great split. split. Awesome split. I know we don't talk about like we want to get just 500 records out here in series, but with against the Dodgers, getting a 500 record is exactly what you want. I mean, on the opposite coast, visiting, going into the the lair of the best team in the sport and the best team in the sport off of a three-game sweep by one of the worst. Uh, you figured that the, the Dodgers would be out the, for blood, and they didn't get a lot of the orange blood so far. Yeah, and look, if you want to look at bet on the Mets going forward this this next week or so, it's going to be kind of tough. You face the Padres for three, and then you got the then you get the Angels. Which look, I know they're losers of eleven in a row, but they're they're still a good team. They're still a good team, and you know what? Maybe it's good for the Mets rolling into town to see the Angels and maybe get two out of three or whatever long their series is. But um. Why don't we get into series spotlight since we're we have a short schedule here for Monday? We're talking about talking this over, Griff and I, before our show in a little pre-production meeting. We said, you know what? It was Griff's idea. I'll give it to him. Why don't we do a series spotlight, midweek series spotlight, since we're only six games on the Monday slate? And Griff, do you want to take the honor since you thought of this idea? You want to go first here? Yeah, sure. I'm just doing it for the people, you know. That's what we do here. That's right, baby. And, Come on now. And I think uh with six games on the slate, I mean, we could go real deep into Madison Bumgarner probably going five innings and, and getting two strikeouts on Monday. But I feel like it might be a good idea just to set the table, you know, and let everybody eat on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday before our next podcast comes out. So, yeah, my uh, series spotlight, just what you spoke about, the uh, it's got to be the Metropolitans. They're on the, the wrong coast and got a really good split. While uh, sneakily, the Padres uh, went and swept the Brewers in Milwaukee. And I, I wanted to bet them in each of the first two games, didn't do it. Uh, I didn't really see them doing it again today, but uh, I guess Jay Cronenworth decided to wake up in extra innings. He might be hitting above 195 now or something like that. But um, that team's been good. Um, they're outperforming, I think, any our expectations on yes, this podcast. Definitely. Um, and they're only two games behind the Dodgers, who we expected to to not maybe win it handily already, but to be kind of leaps and bounds ahead of, well, I think we both thought would be the Giants and then the, maybe the Padres coming in after that. Um, but, you know, it should be a really good series. I think um, just from, from where I sit, I, I still don't believe, I mean, kind of weird to see Buck Showalter use Edwin Diaz for the top of the order in the eighth inning today. But that's what you should do because that your closer really is your, just your highest leverage guy. The problem is, is Seth Lugo is so inconsistent. Adam Ottavino just seems to throw fastballs middle, middle. Uh, Drew Smith is awesome, has really nice stuff, but can't keep uh, Jock Peterson from hitting the ball into the ocean. And so, like, there's a lot of those things where um, I still – Buck, I feel like Buck is really bad with bullpens, and he's done nothing to change that. But but you got Cookie Carrasco going to, uh, on Monday, then Taiwan Walker, Chris Bassett. Not exactly the best the Mets have, but not bad considering all the injuries they're dealing with. We have Blake Snell, Hugh Darvish, and Sean Manaya for the Padres. That's the that's the best the Padres can put out there. So I'm yep. looking forward to it. It's a good test for the Mets. I can't imagine that they'll win this series after how what much they put into the Dodgers series. But 
you know, based on how well they've been playing, maybe. And it's a sh- hour and a half, I guess, without traffic, uh, which doesn't exist between San Diego and L.A., whereas San Diego has to come back from Milwaukee. So maybe there's a little bit of a, a legs advantage for the Mets uh, tomorrow night. You know what? I, I, I'm i going to have to agree on one thing from what Buck did today. If you guys watched the Met game versus the Dodgers, Buck put Edwin Diaz in the eighth inning instead of the ninth inning. I'm almost positive they he faced the heart of the order. I think he faced Betts. Top of the lineup. Top of the lineup. So Turner, Betts, and what, Freeman? So yeah. I think that was – it almost shows that Buck doesn't believe in his bullpen, right? He wants to get the best pitcher out there to help out and shut the door down against the best hitters in the lineup. And you're right. Lugo has just been really bad so far. I mean, the guy is – he, he has some really nice days, but it seems like when he's not on, it's, when he's not on, it's he's tough not on. with that three batter rule because you can't just go out there and yank I him know. right away. The lefty specialist role is completely gone from that, which I yeah. always loved. Those always loogies, loved. yeah, those. Yeah. Damaso Marte, look that guy up. Look at that. Look up that reliever, left handed reliever. Used to throw it. Um, my series spotlight, Griff, is yeah. the Cardinals and the Rays starting on. Tuesday, the Cardinals are coming off playing the Cubs. Currently, the Cubs lead the series 2-1. They're doing Monday Night Baseball right now, and the score is currently 2-2 in the bottom of the sixth. The Cardinals are one game back in the National League Central. you got to say thank you for the Padres for helping them out with that. And the Rays lost a series against the White Sox, and the Rays are down eight games in the ALEs, sitting at third place. Talk about a huge series for the Tampa Bay Rays. You got Dakota Hudson versus Springs in game one. We have a TBD for the Cardinals in game two with a Corey Kluber siding in game two for the Rays. And game three is the big one. Michaelis versus McClanahan. That is going to be the big matchup to close out this series. I'm looking forward to it because I love watching Nolan Gorman play second base. I think he's going to be an absolute force in this lineup going forward. Um, and Talk about the Rays. This could – it's always tough to say make it or break a series series in June, but there's so many games back in this division, and the Yankees aren't slowing down. So if you lose two out of three like you just did to the White Sox or another struggling team, it's going to be – it ain't easy coming back from 10 games back, and you're in June already. So I mean, it, It's an important series for the Rays. I I mean, I think you're right to say that it's a big series for the division crown. And if they keep kind of struggling, I think that the Yankees might run away with it. And that's a big problem. Um, I think for the most part, I mean, there's a big difference from making the playoffs versus winning your division because you don't have to play that opening like wild card or whatever. And that's a big deal. Huge. Um, the nice part here, though, I mean, Rays were, I mean, basically stabbed me in the heart on Saturday. Just, oh, my God, I don't even <laughs> want to think about it anymore. I just can't, I can't get full pens to, to no matter how big the lead is, I just can't seem to survive right now. Um, but I got to say that the Cardinals, so it looks like I got Hudson in the first one and Michaelis in game two of the TBD in game three. Maybe that's whatever order that comes. I just don't like the matchup for St. Louis uh, because your boy, uh, Nolan Gorman's not going to start against Springs, the lefty uh, in game one on Tuesday yeah. and won't start against a Ann either because he just never plays against lefties, which like, he must be really bad against lefties. He, he must he's be awesome. terrible. Just like he's let so him go good. Out there. I Whatever, know, man. He's so good, dude. He is. Didn't start tonight, dude. Second baseman with power like that, you know, that doesn't come around that often. A, a big bat like that playing second base. 
They just want more uh, more at bats for Tommy Edmond, who's I guess had a pretty good year, and this Brennan Donovan guy, who I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'd rather have Gorman, who just hits a home run every time he gets gets the plate. But you know, maybe the Cardinals don't like home runs. I don't. I don't know. It's, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But I guess I guess maybe he's got a lot of swing and miss, and maybe it's against lefties where he has a bunch of holes. But I, I feel like he's putting pressure on people and. and all these people know about him already and he's like six games into his career or whatever in the big leagues. Like, I think it's pretty important to put him out there, but uh, obviously the, the Cardinals know a little bit more than I do. Um, so with that said, so we're going to have best bets end a show. Uh, do you want to go into the Monday card? Are we ready to, to get into there or do you got anything you want to throw in there? I think um, we should go into, into the Monday card and after the Monday card, I got a little promos for the kids. I got a little couple oh, of promos for the kids, for, for the, the, kids. the wives, the husbands, everybody yeah, that's everybody. out there. Everybody's out there. So Griff, do what you do best. Start us out with the first one. What's that? I don't even know what that is anymore, but okay. <laughs> Arizona Diamondbacks visiting the Cincinnati Reds. We've got Mass and Bob Garner, five innings pitch, two Ks. We'll see how many runs is my projection at Hunter Green, who's, Gonna throw a lot of fastballs, but I don't know that he's got a lot more than that, and he plays for a bad team. But currently, the Cincinnati Reds are minus one fifteen over unders nine and a half, and uh, I, I like the Snakes. Um, tough park uh, for Madison Bumgarner, though. Um, yeah. Look, dude, I I'll be honest. I said at the beginning of this this show when we did it months ago, I said Hunter Green was going to be the rookie of the year. I might. How, how have- you feeling about that one, Chief? Uh, watching a 6190 RA in the month of June is not what I like to see out of my rookie of the year candidate. So almost nice. Almost nice there. God, we always we keep hitting that every episode, and I freaking love it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the snakes on this, not just because it's the 6190 RA, but um the Reds just they just think they just think Bump Garner is showing some sort of life at the tail end of his career. Um, it's nice to see. I mean, he's always been a good pitcher. He's always been a workhorse. He might have a little bit of anger issues, but I mean, I guess who does? You like that other pitcher, though. You like that other pitcher. Yeah, as long as he's not getting ejected, because unfortunately, the uh, soft middle of the Arizona bullpen is not something I really want to look at too hard. But I I just don't really know what the Reds are right now, besides a bad team. Because even if they somehow get a good start for Hunter Green, they're going to have they have a big hole to close this position. Santian, I guess, is their closer, but it's a committee. Art Warren's been, I don't know, pitching two innings every once in a while because he doesn't get used for two weeks, it seems. I just there's a lot of questions for me. And seeing Cincinnati favored is uh it's, you know, that it's might wild. come up end of show. Um next Ooh. on the list we'll go uh to my series spotlight, our special midweek edition. Uh the Mets at the Padres, Carlos Cookie Carrasco at Blake Snell. Currently Snell at minus one oh six favorite over under seven and a half and I mean, that's a pretty low number considering what the Padres just did in Milwaukee. Um, and I think they were an underdog for each of the three games. So, I mean, maybe that say too much, but not a lot of uh, love for Blake Snell at home. You know what? I, I just wanted to look it up because I remember last year, the year before that, the guy couldn't get past five innings, even reach four. It's last start, he reached six innings. So congratulations, Blake Snell, for reaching the distance nice. here. A little congratulations there. Clap it uh, up for Blake. Clap it up. I'm still going to go with Cookie Carrasco. He's having a fantastic season so far. I know they're coming off of a kind of a tough series, but they're coming off a W against the be- one of the best teams in baseball, arguably the best. Um, Carrasco's gonna- hard. He's hard for me to project or predict or even know what he's going to do. I mean, the thing is with Snell, though, is he doesn't go deep in games, as you mentioned. I mean, even if he does – 
he's, he's had some weird stuff with like his pick pitch mix and basically trusting or believing in his changeup and thinking it was really good when everyone in the ad, advanced analytics community think it's a trash pitch and she, he should only throw fastball on a slider. But um, I don't know. He also won the Cy Young in Tampa way back when, and like he's an awesome pitcher when he has it. It's just, it's really hard to know when he does. I think based on this number, it's pretty small and there's not a lot of leeway going either way, but I do know Blake Snell when he's a big favorite is someone that I, I try to look to, to go against. And that actually closes our national league portion of our <laughs> Monday card. Telling you guys, so, we got six games to pick from here. Just six. So we don't even have interleague. It's like, what are we doing here? It's like the nineties all over again. Taylor's just still in preschool. Um, and so we got John Gray from the Rangers visiting Cal Quantrill and Cle- Cleveland. Oh, I almost said the, uh, the name I'm not allowed to say. Uh, and Quantrill's a minus 110 favorite right now. Runners eight and a half. John Gray's been really good. Uh, you can say that for a long time in his career. Um, he's had good stuff for a long, long time. Uh, struggled to put it together, but that might have been because he played for the Rockies and played in a really tough park. Uh, Quantrill, I guess, has been better this year. Um, and part of me thinks that's because he always pitches against other AL Central teams. Um, I like Gray here as, a, as I guess, an even money underdog on the road. I don't love the Rangers. Still pretty concerned what that bullpen looks like. And Class A is awesome uh, and actually was formerly in the Rangers organization. But um, talk me off John Gray if you can. I, I don't like John Gray. I, I know you oh. love him. I just, I just don't like him. I Look, I know the guy John Gray was a top prospect for the Rockies. He was drafted high. He's always had sp- – Semi good stuff. He just never wowed me. He just never wowed me. I was really surprised for what happened, how he got to the to the Rangers. What was his contract length? Was it like five years? I think it was million? a lot bigger than most people expected. Million, but it's, something like that. But think about it. For when you spend your like formative years in the de- excuse me in the mountains where your curveball or slider doesn't move, like that's it's just hard to really do much there. So like I maybe the the Rays were going into. Uh, or excuse me, maybe the Rangers, excuse me, were, were tr- dumpster diving, or maybe they thought they found a gem. I just feel like he had pretty good K numbers in a tough part to do that for a while and just could never stay healthy or would have like a game where he'd give up 10 runs because Buddy Black was asleep in the in the bullpen. And it's just like one of those things where it's, it's hard to really put a lot on him because he hasn't done a lot so far. But um, the small price as him as an underdog on the road right now. You got anything more on, on Cleveland or – I was just saying, Greg. Greg got four years, fifty-six million, and look, John Gray came off a great start. Twelve strikeouts against the Rays. It's um, they he took advantage of a struggling Rays hitting the lineup. So, um, look, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to go with Gray, but I understand your reasoning why. Okay, next. Oh boy, your the boy. Let's was, go. I I your boy showing up on this list. Your oh my boy God. is here. Your boy is the, here. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. They, you know. They've been playing some pretty good baseball lately. And, you know, it's just one of those things where I think they're getting a little bit out ahead of themselves because they are starting a Thomas Ross Stripling. Uh, we're going government names here or simply Ross Stripling. Uh, and as if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, um, you might know that I'm not a huge fan. Um, but the nice part is he's, uh, opposing Daniel Lynch for the Royals, who was another big prospect or, uh, speaking of big prospects with John Gray, but Daniel Lynch is a huge prospect and, uh, could not hit water if he fell out of a boat last year. <laughs> um, he's, I think a little bit better now, uh, still impossible to trust, 
but Ross Stripling is also on that list. And currently Stripling is an unbelievable minus 162 road favorite. Nine and a half is the over-under, which is a lot of runs for Kauffman Stadium because there's a lot of weird uh, foul territory. It's hard to hit home runs there. Um, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, I'm not going to play Daniel Lynch here because I, I can't trust him. But um, I don't believe that Stripling can do very well. The nice part, he gets a triple-A lineup. And I, I don't know, though. Like, Springer's hitting home runs all the time. Alejandro Kirk's hitting all of a sudden, which is like newsflash. I think he had hit one ball of the infield all season until this past week. And, um, I, you know, maybe maybe the Jays are rallying to form, which is certainly causing a problem for the, the Rays, who are falling way behind. I'm going with your boy, Ross Stripling. Thomas Ross, yes. Thomas, excuse me, Thomas Ross Stripling. I'm going with him, not only because they're versing one of the worst teams in the league, but the real reason is I'm going with it because you don't like him. That's just how it is. You know what? You know what, Griff? I I might make this from now on. I think whenever he pitches, I just might take him. I just, I just, I might take him. I might lose a lot of money, but. I mean, uh, the Jays are good. You Jays know? are good, man. Uh, and, and I think Vlad's starting to heat up a little bit. He's he's struggled for the last month or so. But look, these these are you know these are the games that the that the Blue Jays need. They need matchups like this. Take advantage and keep climbing that AL East. My guy Teo Teoscar Hernandez. He's uh he's gonna start hitting. Uh, I believe it's it a very slow start the year. The oblique didn't go so well for him, but um. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm curious to see what Toronto looks like. I think they need help in the bullpen, um, but that's something yep. you can handle in July. So we got some time for that. Another now, this could have been a series spotlight, but based on the Mariners and how they played so far this year, um, no, there's no reason for it to be up there. But the uh, Astros look pretty comfortable right now in the driver's seat in the AL West. We got Robbie Ray, who is not living up to the billing of that expensive contract. He's visiting Christian Javier currently. Javier is a minus 149 favorite at home and over under is eight and a half, which is a big, big number to offer last year's Cy Young winner, Robbie Ray, who misses a ton of bats. But um, he kind of looks like he's really missing Pete Walker from Toronto, his old pitching coach. And he's kind of looking like the guy that he was before, which he gets a lot of swing and misses on his slider because he buries it um, better than whoever the Pirates were burying treasure back in the day. Um, But it's just one of those things where, I just don't know uh, that the Mariners offense can compete with anybody really that's uh, looking like they're making the playoffs. And I, I think Christian Javier is good. It's been very disappointing. And I am, and I am really pissed actually. I'm not going to lie because I really, really, really hyped up the Seattle Mariners team in the off season. When I saw what they were getting in the off season, we knew J Rod was going to get a, a chance to come up early oh, in the I season. And then when our first episodes, when we were doing selections for future picks, I would have been riding this train early on and they've just struggled. And this is kind of one of the root problems here is how bad Robbie Ray has been. 4-6 record, 4-9-3 ERA. The strikeouts are high because that's what he does. But almost, almost hitting 5 ERA and we're in the month of June here. What are we doing, dude? I mean, you I, mean, I think we up. could have a 5 ERA based on the dead baseballs they've been using all season. I, I just, you know, I, I like Robbie Ray. I think he's... I do too. If he's going to start entering into be, like being priced this way as a big underdog, that's saying something. But I, I think that there's such a, a gap right now between the Astros and the Mariners that 
Um, maybe the Mariners winning 91 run games last year was uh, a hint that they maybe weren't going to be able to back that up again. I just feel like every time they get a man to third base uh, with less than two outs, they ground to a double play at the end of the inning. And that's just uh, uh, it's a it's a morale killer for me watching it at home. I can only imagine when you're having a, to to really like pick up your glove and go out to the outfield when you're just expecting to score. Uh, last game on our list on our very short card is uh, the Red Sox still on the West Coast, Michael Waka, and he's traveling Waka, to the Waka. aforementioned Noah Thor Syndergaard, uh, and currently Syndergaard is minus 118 favorite, over-unders eight and a half. Uh, Waka's not great. I know that he's one of your least favorites out there, but uh, Thor is a guy that I've been looking to try to go against as much as I could and haven't really had a lot of opportunities because he – I think last start was in the Bronx and that went predictably horribly. Um, and I got to say, like if the Red Sox had a little bit better of a bullpen, I'd be a lot more interested in backing them here, but still like walk with a plus sign to go against North center guard right now is, is uh, very interesting to me. Yeah. Waka has been a surprise this year so far, the two, four, three ERA Syndergaard, however, has really struggled. He his last three starts. Look to at text at the Rangers May sixteenth. He only lasted two outs, six runs, four of them earned. On May twenty fourth, he had a fantastic game against the Rangers again, eight strong innings, and then against the Yankees last week, he let up five, only two in the third innings pitched. It's tough, man. It's like when you when you see a team Griff like this, eleven straight losses, a Red Sox team, which they're. They're, they've been playing better as of late. The offensive's playing a little bit better. They're starting to collect. You know, J.D. Martinez is batting like 380. You know, Devers starting to heat up a little bit. Bogarts as well. Devers, whoa, whoa, whoa. Rafi Devers has been hot, stayed hot, is hot, super You're right. hot. I was thinking, He's sweaty. I, I was thinking of somebody else. Okay. But, uh, but, but for, you know, this lineup overall is starting to heat up a little bit. It's almost hard not to pick the Red Sox because of how poorly the, the Angels have been. Plus, with Syndergaard's inconsistencies, the last three starts. I just so uh, I think uh, the Angels closer got beat up today. Um, it's not really is, is Rice Iglesias is Rice Iglesias yeah, hurt? No, or is he's done. I don't know. I thought he got hit hard today. Uh, I could be wrong. You but, did. You're, uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I think I saw that because I faced nope. him in yep. fantasy. Yep. Yeah. He he lasted an inning and a third, three a earned runs and a home run. Not great. And then great. when you look at the rest of that Angels bullpen, I mean, Ryan Tapera as your like lockdown eighth inning guy is a big question. Aaron Luke can get some outs. Archie Bradley's only a fastball, and that hasn't worked He's for so bad. Now. He's so bad, man. I watched him last night. He is so bad. I wa- just watching his stats, and I looked up his stat lines. I'm like, Jesus, he got like almost a six ERA, and that's the this is the freaking problem. Every freaking year with the Angels is that they can never figure it out in the bullpen. They gave a, a good amount of money to Loop, which was I think was a great contract to give. I think he's and good. I think I, he's I like great. Him. And look to pair on paper with the Loop and Iglesias on paper, that little three headed monster in the back of the pen, that's pretty good. They just haven't shaped up to being this lights out pin. You can't have your closer Russell Iglesias with a four nine one ERA. You just can't have that. Yeah, but I guess then if you compare that to the Red Sox bullpen, it I mean they do. had a pretty big lead today, but Ryan Brazier coming on to close the game out with a four run lead. Maybe he's not closing at the moment. That might be a Jake Deepin role who didn't I don't think work today. Maybe he did, but uh because they got uh Hansel Robles on the on the IL alongside Matt Barnes, who just never, I feel like his arm is just dead. 
Um, I so. And I th- it's, I mean, going against Cindergard sounds like a really nice idea for me right now. I just, I'm so worried about bullpens because it is not even good bullpens like that. I trust like the Rays, if they're going to hang 91 mile hour changeups up in the zone to Jake Berger, and he's going to, put his cheese all over it. I just, I, it wasn't a really fun Saturday for me. Um, but you also, uh, we teased something earlier in the show. Um, and I think, uh, Taylor, you know, it's Christmas comes June 5th, you know, um, you got some gifts for the people. I do have some gifts. I actually, not just one, but two gifts. Oh. Griff, are you ready? I, I have at least, I have pretty good promos here for the kids. So. so look, if you're not signed up the pregame yet, you're, you're going to miss out on this because, if you sign up right now, you'll get a free $25 site purchase for just signing up. And Griff, how long does signing up last? 90 seconds or so? You can do it quick. I mean, depends how fast you type. Yeah. And if you take about 90 seconds, you can take advantage of being a site member by making and tracking your own picks. You can post your own picks analysis in our pregame.com forums. Draw a following and become a valued member at pregame.com. Sign up today and receive a $25 site credit to purchase premium picks from one of pregame's very own handicappers. And my co-host is one of them. If you, you if you want to have Griffin Warner as your MLB premium selection, go Do right it. now. Go right now to pregame.com. Sign up and get your free 25 today. But that's just our first promo. Oh, there's more. There's more, baby. And for those of you that are in the site members and looking to save some cash, because look, we're all, it's been tough lately. Gas prices are high. Save some cash. Simply enter MLB20 in the coupon code area and save 20% on any site purchases. That's MLB20. It can be used on any sport and any package at pregame.com. Again. That coupon cone is to save you 20% MLB 20. And it probably, you know, if the people are throwing it in there, they'll know that they're getting it from our show. Cause I don't think That's anyone right. else is, is using the MLB 20 promo code or anything else out there. So if you uh, like what you're listening to, we appreciate everyone listening, all the tweets, all those sort of things. Right. I know we're really big in uh, the steel city right now, but uh, we're trying to expand our reach as well. So uh, anyone that wants to use that, buy my picks. Or if you don't want to deal about the bullpens and you just want to hear me cry about it and not have your own investments involved, I can't blame you. But uh, certainly you get essentially, and I'll, I'll just make a really quick entry, is that I, I basically put my picks in overnight there. So you get to see what I'm coming out with. Uh, and then you have to play the stock market a little bit and decide if you want to buy at night or basically play make the bet at night or wait till the next day. Uh, I've had a pretty good year so far on predicting line movement and taking underdogs overnight. Um, and that has something that I'm trying to keep, keep, keep it up, trying to keep it going and uh, we'll see what happens going forward. But thanks for those Taylor. I'll probably lead off now to his best bet time uh, as I was the lone winner on our show from last week, but go uh, ahead, we're, big go, guy. Go ahead. we're trying to get a two and out this time uh, per usual, but I, I'm feeling good about it. And I think I'm just going to, you know, it's too hard for me to back the Red Sox right now. So I'm instead, I'm going to go with Madison Bumgarner at the Cincinnati Reds. I do feel like he will um, keep the ball in the park. It is a scary thing anytime the the weather starts to go. But I feel like Hunter Green is just going to throw fastballs. And that's just not the answer 
uh, in today's MLB. I, I don't trust his breaking balls. I don't think that the Cincinnati Reds bullpen is good enough. Arizona's got some problems, but they also have some arms that I trust from years ago that maybe have lost a little of their luster. But Ian Kennedy to Mark Melanson, and then there's a little bit more in that bullpen that I think is is either going to wake up eventually or will eventually lose their roles. I, I just think that there's not enough here. And seeing the Reds favored makes me want to go the other way. So I'm going to take the Arizona card. Excuse, whoa, uh, there, that's a football team. Arizona Diamondbacks. There we go. Plus 105. Go ahead, Taylor. You know what? I might have to put that in a parlay because I do really like that pick. But my my best bet, I'm going to have to go with your boy. I just have to do it. I like the line how it is. I'm going with Ross Stripling and oh the Toronto God. Blue Jays. They won eight of their last ten. The Blue Jays are starting to hit well. I know the bullpen's kind of shaky. Only got a Jordan Romano, but you know what? I'm going to go with Ross Stripling. I'm going to give him. I'm going to give him a chance. I haven't given him a chance all year yet. I'm going to give him a chance. We we when we get to talk about him, which isn't a lot, it's nice to talk about him. I feel like we talk about him too much, and I mean, you'll I think see, one time you is too one time is too many, baby. You get to uh, you get to ride the uh, Thomas Ross Stripling carousel, and I, I just hope that you're on one of the ponies that doesn't fall off the the carousel and, and end in in gross injuries. But David Phelps leading into uh, into Romano has been a little bit better. I'll, I'll give him that credit. Simber's been a little bit uh, weaker as of late. But anyway, the, you can follow me on Twitter, the real underscore G Warner Taylor. You want to give yours and wrap this baby up? That's right. You can follow me at. Taylor Ringold, T-A-Y-L-O-R-R-I-N-G-O-L-D. That is another episode of RJ Bell's Dream Preview MLB Edition. We gave you news and notes, our special series spotlight, and we gave you two freaking ads and a best bet. We gave you a ton for this Monday episode. We hope you have a great week. We will see you on Friday. Good luck and go win some money, baby. Talk to you soon. MLB 20, go use it. Go use it.